Travel Wednesday on the hard shoulder in association with Ryanair, Europe's number one airline, offering more choice, low fares, great care. Well, as always on a Wednesday between now and seven o'clock, we're going to try and provide comprehensive answers to your listener queries in relation to holiday matters. Don't forget, if you want to get in touch, you can email us here at the hard shoulder at newstalk.com or you can uh, just text us 53106 or you can contact the noveltraveller.com itself with your queries. And she is literally a walking travel agent. All right. So what we've done is we've 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 delved into the, the, the post. Now, if you're listening about this and you said, I heard Ivan rabbiting on with Michelle last week about wine holidays, whatever. All of this information will be on our own website and on the noveltraveller.com. So let's Thanks, go Ivan. to our first. It's, it's a wine holiday question. I'd read it out. Dear Michelle, I would like your advice on organising a wine trip to Bordeaux in May 2020 for three adults, all single rooms. No hanky-panky, obviously. Hotel for about four nights to include uh, flights, airport transfers. What we wanted was daily trips to the vineyards, wine lectures and tastings. The full Monty. Thank you, says Doreen. All right, uh, over to you. Well, well Ivan, I'm always saying travel, travel agents are there for a reason. And there are actually even more specific ones like travel counsellors who uh, will help you find exactly what you want and great detail. Doreen is great. She's given me a lot of information there. And I will say to listeners, if the more information they give me, the easier it is for me to find someone to accommodate them. Now, um, if you're paying out a lot of money, you know, someone like travel counsellors will definitely uh, facilitate that. Uh, so... A little bit, I suppose, I actually found someone for Doreen who does bespoke wine packages. And, yes. um, yeah, and, and, uh, and she was very informative. She was telling me about Bordeaux itself. And Bordeaux is the sixth biggest city in France. It has a population. Yeah, I, I'm familiar yeah. with Bordeaux because yeah. I remember very, very tragically, there was, I think his name was John Feeney. He was a famous journalist. Uh, he was a pal of the good and the great with the thing. And he went on this plane journey in May for the first of the Beaujolais wine. Oh. And they had this event on. And there was a plane crash and he oh. lost his life at a very young age. And it was very sad. But the excitement was to get the first Beaujolais. So is May the right is, time to go? It's a very good time to go. For that reason and many others, the weather, of course, is going to be really beautiful. It won't be too hot, but it'll be really pleasant. Um, All right. So tell us a bit about the town of Bordeaux well, itself. Well, it's got a population of about a quarter of a million. So it's a nice size, very accessible. It's very. It's often described, actually, as a mini Paris. And with most of the development originating from the 18th century. So it has lovely limestone quayside and beautiful facades. It's down south, is it? No, it's halfway on the west coast. Okay. You know, just underneath Brittany. So culturally, there is a southern French feel. And it's ideal for outdoor living if you want a little bit of alfresco dining. And there's some beautiful coastal resorts to explore, such as Arc Chan and Cape Ferret, um, which is kind of like, uh, it's like a Martha's Vineyard style in the European kind of uh, fashion. So um, a trip could also be combined with a visit to the Dune de Peel which is a massive sand dune which is like about a half a mile long. It's it's the biggest and it was caused by the coastal winds of the Atlantic. That's a fascinating thing to visit. Okay. And, and, and a good place of course uh, to start is to go to the official Bordeaux Tourism Authority and that is www.bordeaux-tourism.com And, and would you say a week, a long weekend, what would be the typical best um, length of stay? I'd say at least four days. 
at least if you want to go out and explore outside Bordeaux you'd need more than you'd need more than that now we have great accessibility as well because Bordeaux is um, ex- you know has daily flights from Aer Lingus and has bi-weekly service from Ryanair and Ryanair also provide a seasonal service from Cork so it's you know it's very easy to get there um, but Bordeaux is the wine capital so I'd suggested that Doreen bases herself in the city centre and from there target um, some wine regions such as Madoc or Saint-Emilion now I'd never forget my first glass of Saint-Emilion it was my first glass of good wine because I grew up in the 80s when we had the old blue oh. now you'd have been drinking good stuff being a well, minister no, and all no, that no, Ivan no, no, you know a, a I was drinking and blue I was drinking num, blue yes. and, and all that kind of but poison sure, wasn't there some but, wasn't there some real winos drink uh, it's, it's kind of like made by the it's kind of very bitter oh you see it to this day I can't just think of it oh god I don't know, but anyway, that's what that, that's what we were drinking back Buckfast. then. Buckfast, oh, Buckfast is the oh, one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I knew well, Roisin would know absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right. All right. Uh, so, but, but, so. The, but the Santa Milan is one of the it's one of the best glasses of wine right. I, I ever tasted when I started doing it. And um, when when visiting Bordeaux, the first stop should be to La Cité du Vin, which is a kind of a museum showcase for the wines of the world. And you should allow at least a minimum of two hours there. And you're 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 you'll be given an interactive you know listening device, but you will. Con- include with a glass of wine on the eighth floor which is kind of a rooftop lounge of the museum and it's a wonderful visit where you learn everything you need to know about wine and you can also dine there there are two restaurants that are open seven uh, days a week Is a Bordeaux wine both red and white? Or yeah, just well, is it mostly well, red? Well, there is well it's split into two parts actually and actually um uh I was informed about that by Maria that there is kind of the, okay. the clarets. Well, 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 so so we, we'll hear about this so, because so, I actually went into great detail with this. I went off and asked um, a wine you? expert. I did and I interviewed her over the weekend. And This is this is Marie Madigan, yeah, right? Yeah. She's based in Dublin, is she? She is. She's but she in, is the absolute wine Well, she's an uh, absolute tour de force. She really knows it and she has been okay. taking people there for years. Well, well, she suggested this is Marie Madigan visiting Madoc as one of the main regions. Take a Probably best to target Maydoc on a Saturday. You have the wine regions of Margot, Saint-Julien, Poyac and Saint-Estef. Names of Chateau familiar to many would be Margot, Palmer, Leval Barton, Lynchbage, Mouton Rothschild, Lafitte Rothschild and Latour. Um, then Saint-Emilio, I suggest very good for a visit on a Sunday. This is a beautifully preserved medieval town dating back to the 4th century. Again, like Bordeaux City, it's a UNESCO heritage site. There are over 200 kilometres of underground limestone cellars. The stone from these cellars was used to build the beautiful 18th century buildings in Bordeaux. So what you're saying is you can do walking tours, cycling tours, you can visit the cathedrals and so on. And base yourself yeah. in Bordeaux and go to Saint Emilion and is go the to Medoc. Yeah, that is yeah. And Saint Emilion is predominantly pedestrianised, so you can combine a wine visit with a heritage visit also. And there are lovely walking tours, cycling tours, and it has one of those lovely little slow trains that you'll see in towns like Biarritz and all around the coast of France. So that, it's also particularly well known for its its gastronomy. You know, it has fantastic uh, uh, beef and red meat and duck dishes, and they match the claret and the lovely uh, Bordeaux red wines. So let's. Go- Go back to the red and the white. 
because they, they do a Sauvignon Blanc, do they? They do, they do. And, and that's a lovely option too because they have lovely seafood, you know, and, and that is the predominant grape variety, the Sauvignon Blanc in that region. You can do a tutored wine tasting class as well in the city and uh, the tourist office in Bordeaux will advise on these. It's a great it's right in the centre and there's a wine school directly opposite that okay. and you can go to little courses. Okay, so what, what yeah. do you suggest for accommodation? Well, you know, it has everything. In terms of accommodation, it has from one to five star and um, also it d- does have its fair share of Airbnbs, which personally I don't really support because I do believe the hotel industry is a wonderful, you know, professional industry. Oh, I find the Airbnb so much cheaper. Uh, it feels like home. Uh, well, it's not see, like kind of starchy sheets and hotels. I, don't, I, I, I definitely I mean. think we, we're, we're missing something. Me, we're sorry, missing out yeah. on something, Ivan, with the Airbnb. Well, there is but, quality, but, yes. Uh, anyway, Dorian specifically does want single rooms. Um, so that is an option when she wants three single rooms because when you book in a hotel you will of course have a supplement for a single room so that so the cost is is to be taken into consideration okay so, so maria has more advice she's talking yeah. about the wine yeah. tour here oh, is I, it? I asked her what her ideal uh, wine tour would be my ideal wine tour would include visiting a large chateau probably a corporate owned chateau with showcase visitor facilities then i suggest a family run chateau where you would meet the owner winemaker and learn about their family traditions over several generations. And finally, a property with an Irish connection like Chateau Lynch Bage and Chateau Leville Barton. Um, the website for uh, booking your um, details of your wine tour would be www.visiteor-bordeaux.com. And Maria can be contacted sure. herself. She can, yeah. You can get her actually by email. Now, she, she only does these selective, you come to her with a group. But it's madiganwinetours at gmail.com. That's M-A-D-I-G-A-N, wine tours at gmail.com. All one word. All there. right. Well, Doreen, you got more than your bargain for all you ever wanted to know about Bordeaux, wine, Madoc, St. Emilion. We go on to the next query. Dear Ivan and Michelle, I cannot really face the fuss of looking at another turkey this Christmas and preparing it. And the big clean-up afterwards. I'd really like to go somewhere that I can forget about work, enjoy myself, not too far away from Dublin. Have you any suggestions? And Catherine adds, P.S. A golf course is an option I would consider. All right, so yeah. what? I suppose this is now for the short enough period of the That's actual head wreck of yes. Christmas Day, well, St. Stephen's Day, Christmas Eve, that kind Christmas of... Christmas Eve, exactly. There are two-day and three-day packages all over the country. And actually, on my website, I have a few options there, like Ferry Carrig and Cashel House in Galway and a few nice, lovely hotels. But um, I, I, for people who really don't want to travel... The Western in Dublin is doing a superb package. It's really reasonable. And, um, you know, it's in the centre of the city. So if other members of the family want to come along and join, it'll be easy to get into. They have lovely overnight packages too because, of course, there won't be as many tourists coming to Dublin. So, you know, there's more availability in the hotels. So they they have a package that includes a traditional Irish breakfast dinner in the Moorlands Grill on Christmas Eve um, or on St. Stephen's Day and a five-course feast in the glamorous banqueting hall and with live entertainment on Christmas Day. 
And, and will will the man himself be there? Well, I have on good authority that he is coming down. After all work, that work going round the world the night before, yeah. he is Mrs. actually... Mrs. Claus is already up to her well, eyes. She is, yes. she, yeah, well, he's actually going to, after he's delivered all the presents to the boys and girls, he's going to be in the West and he's going to be in a, and he's going to go around a few other hotels. So he's going to have to really right. dash around. So what you're suggesting is yeah. to start with Christmas Eve lunch, is it? Yes, absolutely. And you've got things there like rice, oak, smoked salmon and chickpeas and sprouting broccoli and cashel blue cheese and smoked down. It's a beautiful buffet and it's from 12.30 to 3.30 and actually people can just pop in there for 89 uh, euros on Christmas Eve and have their lunch there, not stay over. That's just a, a one-off. Okay. But for the two-night package, it's 5.45 per person and that's two nights luxury stay, your dinner on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day and all your entertainment. Um, there, it's also I must say now that, yeah. that that is quite expensive but it's pure luxury. Well, you, and you see, you've probably got to pay staff triple well, time and that well, kind of thing. Much? It won't come out of super value with less than... 250, yeah. 300 after you've done your shop for Christmas well, Day. Well, that's just and your that's wine bill alone. Absolutely. Yeah. I've not including your turkey or anything or your Brussels right. sprouts. Like, they all add up, you know. Okay. Um, and they have so a second a package. Treat. So that's arriving yeah. Christmas Eve. It's 545. Yeah. If you arrive Christmas Day. Yeah, it's 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 six. Uh, it's for a three-night package, it's six. Five seven for the two night package it's four nine five per so person can, sharing yeah, absolutely so you can pop onto that and every resident gets a lovely Christmas stocking now I actually pop down there to check it out for you in the name of research oh, to see what they go. have going down and you know what this is a great idea for a Christmas present because they are doing picks and pick and mix stays running into the new year pick and mix you can pick, meet pick, a partner with you well no, well, well, no, no. It's, not, it's more activity based now but you can bring your partner with you and have fun with the activity what is so, it so um, th- this is for 280 for two people uh, it includes an overnight stay breakfast for two plus two unique add-ons and the add-ons include things like a whiskey tour and tasting at the so whiskey So you have a range of, a, of, of, yeah. of about several to pick Absolutely. from and you you, you're, you're, you can pick the mix you want to have you, you get two of these so go e- through them for me Each person gets two you've got things like a private viewing of the Book of Kells in Trinity College how many of us bother to go and have a look at it and all the Americans have seen it before us okay. you know you can have a styled blow dry in one of Dublin's top salons you can have a manicure in the room you can have a cocktail making actually a lovely bubble bath with rose petals I love that eye from the old right. rose petals. And, and um, do you have and a people handing you olives and, <laughs> and things like that and grapes? Well, not quite, but I have to say they're very attentive. They're lovely right. the staff down there. And you left out so, the whiskey tour and tasting at the Irish Whiskey oh, no, Museum. I said, I said that yeah, at right, the beginning. Right, okay. uh, and the hot towel shave in the Waldorf Barbers. So, you know, I could get the old blow dry and you could get the, the shave. Right, and in, uh, so the manicure from Fifth Avenue, yeah. uh, the pint of Guinness in the Palace Bar. So yeah. what, what they've done is they've got all their neighbours around them and seen what we can do in walking distance. Isn't it a great idea? It is a good idea. And and I couldn't resist. Gives you something to do. Well, I went down to um, try the mixology class um, which was for for guests and I had the best bit of fun. I have no idea Uh, what mixology is. Let's take a listen. Pouring the maple syrup like like this on the spoon and putting it in the drink. And that's it. It's our sugar. That's all that we need. Okay. We can leave this one in our mixing glass. After we're using two okay. bitters, yeah. orange and angostura. Three drops. Three drops. Three drops. You learn yeah. something new every day. So yeah. making cocktails is mixology. Is. Who was that you were talking to? That was Evaldus, a lovely chap from Lithuania. And oh, he had great patience with me. And even though there was a hole in my glass and the cocktails kept just disappearing, right. Ivan. I, I don't know, know where they were so going. You know, you, you've happen. one other rural option, Mount Juliet in Kilkenny. Well, I do, absolutely. And, you know, in the name of research, I went down, chatted to them to, just to check it out. And, you know... Um, 
it is really an idyllic location and very exciting this year because, of course, they have the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open coming next summer. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people will be curious who haven't played the course before. Catherine did mention mention golf. Yes, so that's why I popped down there and spoke to them down there. Now, um, you know, you can enjoy arriving on Christmas Eve at dinner in the Michelin Star Lady Helen restaurant. Carol Singers? Yeah, Carol Singers. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Santa's going to pop around on Christmas Day and you can have a lovely Christmas lunch there. This is top of the bus. This is top market because the Hunter's Hotel has totally booked out. They've got 93 lovely rooms there, totally booked out. Only the Manor House itself, which has 32 rooms, is available. So so then on St. Stephen's Day? On Stephen's Day, well, you've got your relaxed breakfast and you've got a range of activities to choose from on the estate the falconry and, and you've got yeah. yeah yeah you've got all sorts of things like and how actually, much will it cost me um well it's it's actually 2018 for two people right so that is it but you're talking luxury you're michelin star and you're everything else so okay you know, that's okay now that's on ireland's blue book and there is. are a number ireland's, of things and, there. and you know they have a wonderful selection of properties and they're great for a christmas present as well and man juliet's one of their most popular ones well as as uh, michelle alluded to she went down last weekend to check it out to see if it was up to scratch she spoke to the manager of mount juliet alan Vallali, uh to hear how they're gearing up for christmas we have a range of activities and experiences available um, we have our equestrian centre, we have archery, we have uh, falconry. We also have the Hound Restaurant, which is um, a casual dining restaurant located at Hunter's Yard. We also have the clubhouse and the golf course as well available for experiences. And the spa um, will also have wonderful availability over Christmas. And Alan, I believe you have big news about um, your golf course in 2020. Yes, absolutely. We were delighted to to be chosen as the host for the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open, um, which will take place in late May 2020. So we're um, preparing the golf course to be to be ready for for what is Ireland's premium tournament. How much would green fees yeah. be if you just want to go around and play? There's actually a little tournament, a Santa tournament for 40 euros, which is a great opportunity for some. And that's running over the Christmas time for people. Um, and and I, heard, Matt I heard Sander my spies that. down there told me you got a facial. <laughs> I did. Is that true? And it was the best facial I have had Wait, in a very long time. The spa news, so, was, yeah. oh my goodness, it was amazing. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's move on. So a, 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 a suggestion for a gift is, of course, a Blue Book gift voucher over 70 properties. Let's go to yeah. the final question. It comes from Siobhan. Hi, Michelle. I'm looking for new destinations to travel to in the new year. I've got MS and have been in a wheelchair for 10 years. I've been to a few cities. Vienna was excellent with great footpaths, but Rome was a disaster with the cobbled streets. Have you any suggestions for somewhere new that I could try, ask Siobhan? Well, I've, I've done a good bit of research on this for Siobhan and I found Spain has come out very high on the scores for travellers with wheelchairs. Um, both Reiner and Erlingus um, will facilitate wheelchair travel and I've been on lots of websites to check this out. You just have to make sure you do it at the time of booking. My other half actually recently brought his dad successfully to Southend and although he can walk, he's very unsteady and all that was prepared beforehand for him with Reiner. He was delighted. It went very smoothly. So, you know, there's an awful lot to think about. So in terms of the challenges, uh, we're talking about access, the the footpaths and the the steps and so on. Public transport, I suppose, is another issue. Yeah, yeah, well, it is is generally good in um, major European cities. But when getting down from the bus, the obvious hazards are uneven surfaces and footpaths. And of course, in Rome, you've got the cobblestone streets, which were 
such a trouble, you know, trouble for Siobhan. That's why she. So Tenerife seems another. to be top of your well, list. Well, it is actually. I just didn't mention there. You know, dirty footpaths as well is a big problem, especially yeah. if you're rolling the wheels oh, yourself. You yeah. know. So another issue, um, somewhere that isn't too hot or cold, and that's why I've chosen this for Siobhan because uh, the Canaries is an ideal winter destination, um, and you can go. European cities are okay in autumn and spring, but you have to be careful with the weather. You don't want to be lashed on with rain. Do you know what I mean? And I've put a few travel agents and operators onto the case. And they were all agreeing that Tenerife is a terrific location because there's lots to do there. You've got the, the highest mountain in Spain with Tidi National Park, which is actually a volcano. And you've got full accessibility to the park with, you know, special ramps and runways all around. You can okay. see the beautiful rock. Give us some specific offers. That. Well, this is from Kane's Travel, first of all. And this is going out on the 7th of February. And it's for seven nights. And it includes your travel with your wheelchairs, etc. And that's going to Lanzarote. It's 972 per person. And that's staying um, in Santa Cruz which is a really lovely part and that has a very special beach it's got the Playa de de las Terrestias and this is very accessible so not only you know is wheelchair accessibility important it's also important for families and when you've got buggies and you've got kids and that to drag along so you know that this beach is particularly well well led the whole beach is accessible which is a wonderful treat Um, so that that, that deal is with cane travel then also Kick and Glow sorry Click and Go um, have got the Aquara Lanzarote Suites um, and, and this is in Lanzarote so th- this is another destination that's very well catering for accessibility travel and that price um, th- that's for seven nights going in January it's 569 per person and that's staying in the four star Aquara apartments and it's on a half board basis so you know your food is included in that and then finally Sunway um, um, supply lots of great club med Club Med packages, and they are committed to providing access to as many guests as possible. So they recommend they have ramps and lifts throughout a huge selection of their resorts. Now, um, you know they're great for destinations in the Med and in in the Caribbean as well. So I've picked one here in Portugal. Portugal is one of my favourite places. I'm always recommending it to people. And this is staying at the the Hotel de Balial and it's for seven nights. It's 1,288 per person going out on the 26th of April. And for children it's 1,379. Now, you know, the club med, everything's included there. You don't have to think when you go on board, especially good with, with children. So it's great that they've got this feature because you might have a child in a wheelchair, you know, mm. or you might have a child who's broken their leg, you know, and they're going to be you in a cast for a while. You, you might be bringing Nana, you might be bringing your nana. mother, yeah, Th- There's absolutely. all sorts of things to think about, you know. So I, I think it's really important to uh, check this. Again, with your travel right. agents, I'm always saying and that. And all <laughs> of these are available on the novel uh, traveller.com. They are indeed, Ivan. All yeah. right. Well, that is an exhaustive risk. Now, don't forget, if you've a query, get in touch. Text us 53106. doesn't have to be that long. Just, you know, try and focus on what you really want to know about. Uh, or you can email the hard shoulder at newstalk.com. My thanks, as always, to Michelle Jackson for that. Thanks, Ivan. And that's it for the hard shoulder for this evening. My thanks to the entire team. Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Alex Russo and Roisin Davis. On sound, Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy were doing the business. Off the Ball is up next. I am back on the telly tonight uh, from 11pm for the Tonight Show on Virgin Media 1 with Matt and I'll be back here tomorrow on News Talk from 4. Don't forget we're going to have a live external interview on our Thursday interview with Senator David Norris. Uh, We'll be having the crack with him. Until the next time, have a great night and thanks for listening. (laughs) 